Hello, everyone. Welcome to Latter-day Struggles. This is your host, Valerie. And yes, you are seeing this episode on a unusual on an unusual day because I don't generally get on a third time during the week. Two times is more than enough for me, at least. <laughs> and yet here I am today offering to you a bonus episode. And the reason why is because I have several things that I wanted to share with you about how I am here to be a part of your faith expansion journey, specifically here in the year 2024, because we are at the end of 2023. So if you are someone who follows me on social media, specifically on Facebook or Instagram, this will be a little bit of a review, but I dare say probably you're going to get a lot more information out of this little conversation from me than you ever could on social media, because of course we have to be very succinct on social media. And therefore, when you are very succinct, oftentimes you lose a lot of the value of and a lot of the information. And furthermore, there are many of you in my listening audience who don't look at social media. And therefore, I always try really hard to jump on here and offer some details and some information to those of you who really have just the relationship with me because you are a podcast listener. And last but not least, our relationship is through my talking to you. Am I, am I right on that? And so the very best way for us to connect, of course, is to connect the way we normally connect because we have a relationship where you're doing the dishes or driving to work or doing whatever and listening to me. I've had so many of you. Okay, this is a little bit of a rabbit trail, but I love so many of you who have emailed me or messaged me that I go with you on walks. That just warms my heart. And each time I hear that, I think, oh, I wish I could like actually go with you on a walk. That would be so much fun. So thank you for, it's an honor that I get to be in your ears while you're on a walk or while you're doing whatever else that you're doing. So, okay. Today, like I said, I'm going to just review with you a handful of things that are going down in the year 2024 as I trans transition more and more into this faith crisis and faith expansion space here in and around the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Okay, so so there has been a lot of demand for me to have some courses with some content that lives on my website, content plus workbooks. And I do have a couple of courses that I have created in 2023, but I've decided I'm actually going to transition a little bit away from those. And instead of having multiple hour courses, I'm actually going to be dropping instead shorter webinars that I actually am able to present to some of you live and in person. Well, not in person. I wish it was in person. Live and synchronously on Zoom. And then they will live on my website forever. So if you come to the live experience on Zoom, you get access to the PowerPoint presentation and the workbook forever. And also if you grab this later, or if you come onto my platform after the live event has happened, you can also purchase this in an evergreen fashion. And what that means is that it always stays on the website and um, accessible to anybody who purchases it, purchases this, whether it be live or after the fact. Okay. So since this is new and different, I do need to kind of acquaint you all with what this even means. So what I've decided to do is beginning in January of 2024, I am going to be doing a once a month live webinar for the time being, it's going to be on Wednesday evenings at 8.30 central PM. 
The first three are the only ones that I am marketing right now. But I do invite you to check these out and to join me because I am really motivated. I'm actually making the price of these really, really affordable and lower if you come live or even if you purchase them before the, the event, even if you don't make it, you'll still get the, the advanced early bird pricing. Although really my motivation is because I really want there to be people participating in this webinar, not because your faces are going to be on the screen. I'm not running this like a group. Your faces will not be on the screen, but I am going to have one of my team present so that she can be taking your questions and a part of the webinar is going to be my actually presenting the content first. And then the end of the webinar is going to be my actually fielding your actual questions with my responses. So my invitation to you is to please look into purchasing these webinars so that you can actually attend them. The first one is going to be on Wednesday evening, January 10th. 2024 at 8.30 Central, so 7.30 Mountain, for those of you in Mountain Time, obviously. And the webinar series that I'm going to be doing, these first three, is actually going to be focused on mixed faith parenting. So I wanted to go ahead and just give you a little bit of an overview of the January course so that you have a little bit of sense of what this is all about. And like I said, this is going to be not only my presenting content, but these are also associated with PowerPoint presentations that you will have access to through my website after you attend this event or if you purchase the event after I record it. So the first of these uh, the, of this webinar series that's going to be ongoing is called A Family Guide to... No, it's not. The first course of this series is going to be called Becoming Values-Based Parents. So to just give you a little bit of an overview of what this is, I am trying to help families in the LDS faith crisis space really work through and become healthier because I notice from the hundreds of people I have been working with since I have started this little endeavor, I've noticed that our families uh, are struggling a lot. Parents are in a lot of crisis. Individuals who are in marriages and trying to navigate their faith expansion experience are suffering a lot, whether it be the more traditional partner or the less traditional partner, the more faith expanding partner, they're both in a lot of pain and struggling and we don't have a lot of tools. And so because I'm a trained uh, specialist in couples and marriage work and trauma work, this is right inside of my wheelhouse. And so I really have spent a lot of time putting these webinars together. And the first of these three in this particular set is going to be learning how to move away from orienting yourself around specific beliefs, moving away from beliefs-based parenting, and moving more towards values-based parenting. So this entire set, uh, session, this hour that I will be spending with you on Wednesday, January 10th, is helping us, first of all, I want to help you better understand why both partners and why parents feel so disoriented, what their emotional experience probably is and why it makes sense. Then I'm going to kind of orient you around what the foundation of healthy families are, because in more traditional orthodox or fundamentalist faith systems, we actually think that healthy families all believe the same way. And I kind of try to debunk that and help us recognize that that isn't necessarily the case. It's really more about sharing and honoring each other's value systems and also coming together and recognizing what our values are that are in common, independent of the specific belief structures. I also am going to talk a little bit about the attachment model, which is which is a psychological framework that helps us better understand how we manage 
in stressful situations. Most of the time we learn our attachment styles in our childhoods, and we're also embedding these in our children and their childhoods. And it's really important for us to have a sense of what our attachment styles are so that we know how we're handling stressful situations because faith crisis and faith expansion is stressful on all of the individuals in the family, especially if they don't understand what's going on and they're feeling pretty disoriented. So I give us a a little bit of an overview on that. And then I walk us all through how to create a family's core value system. Now, many families actually kind of have core value systems, but they don't necessarily talk about them. And so what I'm going to do is be working with you on assessing what your core values are as individuals, as couples, and also as families, if you have children old enough that they could participate in an activity like this. So I'm going to be walking partners, parents, or individuals through how they can walk their own families through exercises of this nature. I want to make very clear that both partners do not need to attend any of these webinars or even watch any of these after the fact. One partner or one parent 100% can benefit from this content and just sort of integrate it into your marriage and family life if you desire to do so in a way that is really sensitive to wherever your partner or your family is in their faith expansion experiences. And the last thing I'm going to do in this first session on January 10th is I'm going to actually offer a case study where the example that I'm going to be used is one that comes up all the time. And I've had many questions about this, which is, okay, my partner and I are in different places in faith expansion and we have an eight-year-old getting ready, well, eligible to be baptized. And how do we manage this? And so I actually use this paradigm around being a values-based family to, to kind of walk you through how a family might manage that complex situation, which I know is kind of a painful, it's a pain point for for many families that are in different spaces. So this webinar is again on January 10th, 2024. If you're listening to this after the fact, months or years after I produce this, it is going to be available on latterdaystruggles.com. So it is available either to attend live, which again is my preference because I want to be able to fill these questions with those who attend. I think those will be valuable for people that listen after the fact. But if you purchase this after the fact, you can also do so on latterdaystruggles.com. Now, if you want to kind of get involved in this and buy the bundle, which is the January, February, and March webinars, I'm going to just give you a little bit of a brief overview of what I'm going to be talking about in February and March, because these are all covering the same topic, which is working with mixed faith parenting. So the second session is going to be held on February 7th, 2024. Also a Wednesday evening, 8.30 p.m. Central. And its topic is, the title of this is Creating a Multiple Pillar Foundation for Your Children. Now, I kind of love this topic. This was one of the presentations that in researching and putting together, it just clicked for me. And I kind of want to shout it from the rooftops and help as many partners and families with this topic as I possibly can. So what this is talking about is how many people from religious systems ours included, but not limited to just our system, but but those people that are highly compliant, especially in high demand religions, they live in a paradigm called a, what I like to call a single pillar family, which is we do church, we live church, we talk church, we vacation church. Uh, Everything is revolving around one single pillar. And this becomes problematic as people evolve and grow. And so this entire webinar session is about helping you understand yourself, what kind of a family constellation or what kind of a family system you have. And I I actually break this down and help you recognize that families can be single pillar 
or they can be multiple pillar families. And you know, I will walk you through this, of course, like I mentioned before, but the differences in single pillar and multiple pillar families fall in a variety of different categories. And I will walk us through, say, for example, a single pillar family will have a certain kind of a conception of, of their worldview and a multiple pillar family will have a different kind of worldview. Like I mentioned before, this is not LDS specific, but it does apply to families that are transitioning away from sort of everybody is in the same boat in terms of orthodoxy and towards we have different people in different places. This can be different parents in different places. This can also be a way for you to do a better job understanding your children that are in different places than you are as a parent or as parents. So I walk you through different categories of how to assess where you are in terms of being a single pillar family or a multiple pillar family. Some of the topics include social relationships are different in these different kinds of families, relationships to uh, exploration and recreation, approaches to life choices are different depending on whether or not you're a single pillar or a multiple pillar family. And there are uh, several other categories that in this webinar, I will walk you through. I will walk you through not only these topics, but I will facilitate how you can see and assess for yourselves where you are in your own current family. And then I actually double back and help you really assess and analyze how you were raised. Were you raised in a single pillar family or in a, or in a multiple pillar family? And then of course, I walk us all through how we can move from single pillar, the single pillar paradigm towards a multiple pillar paradigm, because what that does is it actually strengthens the family's ability to adapt and be able to meet each other where each other is, because it's respecting not only the more foundational beliefs of the, say, for example, the Latter-day Saint traditional believing person, but it also makes space for other pillars or other ways to experience goodness, light, truth, and beauty. Okay, the third of this webinar series is called Mixed Faith Parenting, Myth-Busting, and Principles for Problem-Solving. This webinar series is going to be held on, again, Wednesday evening, March 6th, 2024, if you want to come live. And if not, of course, you can get this later on because it will be on my website forever. <laughs> okay, so if you are interested in going to this, this March experience, the way I begin is actually talking about how there are multiple different constellations of families that are moving through faith expansion. Just to give you a couple of examples. One constellation is a devout LDS parent and a nuanced parent who still attends church and has a personal belief system that they have integrated into their active LDS practice. Another constellation, just again, I'm giving you examples, is one fully LDS participant and one part partner who is fully out of the LDS church and attends another church. A third example is a nuanced parent who participates on their own terms and one person who is fully out of the church and struggling with the parent who is nuanced. So what you're probably picking up on is there are multiple different, kind, different kinds of constellations, and I'm going to walk us through each and every one of these. And I always offer a lot of reflection questions and opportunities for you to not only sort of reflect during the, you know, in real time with me, but also take these concepts away, get back on the website and spend a lot more time reflecting and thinking about these so that you can integrate these into, you know, deeper study. Something else that I talk about in this third module is that 
the underlying health of a family is oftentimes exposed when a faith crisis or a faith expansion experience happens, meaning that oftentimes healthy families that are open to one another, that are empathic and that are really willing to allow space for other people's growths are going to be able to manage the complexities and the pain associated with faith expansion differently and perhaps more adaptively more adaptively than family systems that are already really, really struggling in a multitude of different ways. Interfaith struggles in parenting really expose vulnerabilities and weaknesses of a marriage. They don't often cause them. I hope that makes sense. So I'm going to be talking a little bit about that, which means that all is not lost if you're, you've already kind of had a struggles in in your relationship, whether it be in your intimate relationship or in your family relationship, and you introduce interfaith issues, or you become a mixed faith couple or family, sometimes becoming a mixed faith couple or family exposes already existing problems. And this therefore gives you an opportunity at this point to learn and grow. It doesn't mean all is lost. It just means that probably where there were things that needed to be worked on anyways, whether it's unresolved trauma histories or maladaptive ways of coping and functioning as partners or parents, it's just going to get amped up. It's going to be hotter than it used to be. Therefore, in some ways, a faith expansion experience is one's is a family's opportunity or a marriage's opportunity to become more aware of already existing maladaptive ways of coping with things, but it can be coped with, but we have to be able to see it in the light, look at it and better understand it. Okay. The next thing that I go through is I talk us through a multitude of uh, myths that are connected to mixed faith parenting. There are a lot of myths, myths around how it's not possible to raise healthy, adaptive children in mixed faith families, which is tacitly untrue. But I'm going to walk through each myth and then I'm going to myth bust and talk about how and in what ways you as a family can become a highly functioning and healthy, striving and thriving family while you're also a mixed faith family. I think this is, I planned this and really studied up on this because it is my hope that I can help alleviate some of the anxiety and the unknownness of what it means to be a mixed faith family because I think in our tradition, we don't talk about that. Or if we do talk about it, we talk about it as if it's a tragedy or if it's like eternal salvation is over and therefore, you know, family life can in no way, shape or form thrive in this life or in the next. And I really, really want to challenge that and push back and actually talk explicitly about how families in mixed faith relationships can in fact thrive. And there's a lot of beauty in this, in this family constellation. So this is what I'm going to be offering on one Wednesday a month, January 10th, February 7th, and March 6th. Okay, so let's talk about how you can get your hands on these. If you purchase and attend these webinar series live so that you can participate in the Q&A portion, which is anonymous, these only cost $39 apiece. And if you purchase this bundle, you can get all three of these for only $99. I did that intentionally because I really want to motivate people to come to this live. I really, really appreciate synchronous conversations with actual people. As much as I love podcasting to y'all, I am here in myself, all by myself in, in a room talking. So I like to have the interaction of real people working through things with me in real time. So now if you want just one of these webinars, all you need to do is jump on before the date 
of the webinar and it's only $39 if you come live or purchase it before the actual live date. If you buy them on the website after the fact, it's only $49. So the price doesn't go up very much, but I definitely want to make sure you have access to these. And I make these and all of my offerings very, very affordable because while this is my vocation and it's my job, it's also a labor of love and I want to be able to help as many people as possible. One last thing that I want to just mention to you before I transition over to another topic is that it is my plan. I will be producing one webinar a month, including access to a full PowerPoint moving forward for as long as I have content to share with you. This is going to be including not only this mixed faith family work that I am starting with, but I'm also going to be doing a deep dive into marriage and couples work in faith expansion with one traditional partner and one partner that is more progressive in and or around the LDS space. Then I'm going to be moving into a lot of other topics, uh, which include the content that I have created for all of my groups. I'm going to be doing a week by week breakdown, including PowerPoints of all of the content that I have created for my year long curriculum for my groups. This is for people that both are in my groups and want all of the notes and basically all of the stuff that I talk about in the groups. Or if you have not yet joined a group, you may want to know what we're working through. So you can jump in and look at these through the webinar format, or it can be something that if you don't have the time or the ability or the desire to join a group, which I don't know why you wouldn't, but you may not, <laughs> um, you'll have access to that. So I just want to make sure all of this is logged and archived so that you can have access to that because the groups have been so incredibly successful in helping people really, really thrive in faith expansion. Something else that has been a request that I have on the docket for a little while out is uh, I'm going to be doing a webinar series on parenting around the strength of the youth pamphlet and how to do that in a psychologically healthy way. I have got a lot of ongoing questions from people around parenting younger children and adolescents from a psychological and spiritually healthy lens. Okay, so that's just something to look forward to. If you want to get involved in these webinar series, that is what I am, I have up my sleeve. So, okay, let's transition over to the second thing that I wanna to talk to you all about. And that is some of you have not been acquainted with or want a little bit more information about my groups. And once again, social media does a decent job of acquainting us but not necessarily an adequate job. So what I have started to do, I've been doing these for now a little bit more than a year. I started them in September of 2022, and it's grown to five different groups, all of which have around, they begin with about 20 people. And I meet with them four synchronous hours a month, which is three, one hour and 20 minute sessions a month. So we usually go about three weeks and then we take a week off. But they continue to bond and talk to each other consistently on Marco Polo. So these groups, and they become really, really close friends in their faith expansion journeys. The idea and the philosophy around group work for me is that I want to help people become psychologically healthy as they navigate their faith expansion experience. Just this morning, I had somebody reach out to me and say, I don't know if I'm a good fit because I don't necessarily have any desire to return to the LDS church, but I want to work through some anger that I'm still experiencing. Do I fit? And my answer to her was, yes, you 100% fit. I don't have any agenda around how people are in formal relationship with the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I have people in my groups 
that range anywhere from high council people and stake leaders and temple workers clear to I haven't attended church for 15 years, but I am in a family that is deeply integrated into the church. It's part of my heritage. It's a part of who I am. And I want to heal and become healthier around my relationship with the church. It works for both ends of the spectrum. Now, I know I don't know that I would have anticipated that when this started, because as we start things, sometimes we just sort of see what happens. But I am really pleased and delighted actually to report that the work that I do with people it's an open field. And if you want to become healthier around your relationship with the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, whether or not you're in or out, out wanting to maybe go back in or in thinking about going out or undecided, this is for you. If you want to better understand your origins, who you are, why you believed what you believed, and if you want to kind of have a better sense and uh, have somebody facilitate with you uh, learning how to both belong and also to be an autonomous human being. What I mean by that is that all of us are wired to belong. We are all deeply and profoundly interconnected. And in the LDS culture, of course, this is no exception. It may be even amplified because we are a tradition that is DNA deep. And so many of us have such a deep heritage and feel like we're almost like ethnically Mormon. And then we have these faith expansion experiences, and they're very traumatic and disorienting because we don't know what that means about who we are and how we fit in. And so I really work hard on helping people recognize that ultimately, and after sometimes a pretty long haul, not only can we heal from the trauma, but we can learn how to both belong to ourselves and also have a healthy relationship with our families and our church communities on our own terms. I break this down in a multitude of different ways, but just to give you a bit of an overview I start by helping people recognize from the very gate what a healthy community is and what a healthy community is not. The other thing that I work with people on is helping them recognize our identities as children of something divine, that we have a self within us that is highly competent and capable of directing our own lives and that there's something beautiful and unique about each one of us that has the capacity to discern goodness, truth, and what is right for our unique specific lives. I also do a lot of other work with people helping them understand their shadow parts, their protector parts, their false selves, and how our brains have been patterned to want to fit in. And this is not unique to our religious system. This is actually what it means to be human. But in our religious system, many of us have been patterned to believe, think, feel, believe, fear, and have prejudices and blind spots that are very unique to the LDS tradition. And so I walk people through very slowly, week by week, uh, a better understanding of how they became who they became. And it's an incredibly sacred and beautiful process. Something else that I help people recognize is that faith crisis is part of the cycle of life, that we all participate in countless cycles of order, disorder, and reorder. And again, this may or may not feel like it makes sense out of context, but I slowly work people through every week. I teach a little bit and then I open it up to everyone. We journal, we reflect, and then everybody shares what they want to share. Or there are some people that are just kind of quiet and they just listen and they take notes and they journal. So if you're an extrovert and you want to just jump right in and make best friends in the whole world, you can do that. If you're sort of more quiet and you want to just listen and participate quietly, that's perfectly fine also. If you join one of my groups, something else that's kind of fun is every four to six weeks, I always do coaching sessions, which is two people can volunteer from the group to be individually coached. This is witnessed by the group. 
It's a way that we are integrating their personal, deeper experiences at more length and in more detail that has to do with our faith expansion journeys. And I will coach you for 15, 20 minutes. And then I will coach the other person for 15 or 20 minutes. And then the entire group comes back on and processes what it feels like to recognize that you're not alone. And again, it's a really beautiful, sacred way for us to recognize that in our faith expansion journeys, we are absolutely not weird, not crazy, not bad, and not alone. I can't speak highly enough about how successful these faith expansion groups have been. I know I talk about them all the time, but words don't really do the justice to the feedback I get from the vast overwhelming majority of people that participate in these groups, that they are transformational. And I only take marginal credit for them. I I know we all come together because people that come to my groups have already been impacted by my podcast, but there's something that happens that is, I don't think it's an exaggeration to say it's pretty magical. When people that have the heart and the mind and the desire to grow and to expand and to self-explore and to heal in relationship to faith, that they have support with other people that are on that same journey. It is absolutely incredible. And if you're sitting on the fence and wondering if this is right for you, I just encourage you to give it a try. I start groups every once in a while. I did have a group that just graduated and therefore I am beginning a new group on Thursdays at 1230 Central in February of 2024. So if this is something you want to look into, I make this as affordable as I possibly can. It is $100 per month for all of this access to me, all of the hours that you will spend live with me, live with other people. And also you have access to these relationships that you'll have through Marco Polo. And I can't speak highly enough of how effective this process is, not just because of what I do, but in some ways it's really that I facilitate a little bit. And then you as a community really, really help each other as you witness each other's growths and communicate with each other, support each other. And as people recognize that this isn't a crisis, but this is a deep and beautiful growth hero's journey. So jump into that. If this is something that interests you, you can also find all of the information for that on latterdaystruggles.com. And last but not least, I wanted to just offer to you a little bit of information about the collaboration that Julie Hanks and I are putting together for 2024. So you're seeing probably that this is the reason why I'm coming on and doing a podcast because there is so much going on. I tend to get myself a, I love to have my finger in 10 pots and this is absolutely no exception, obviously. So Julie and I connected last year. She reached out to me and not only have we become professional colleagues, but she has become a dear, supportive, kind, loving friend to me. And so all of those of you who are already her fans and know about her podcast and her website and her groups, I can't speak highly enough about how she's the real deal and has become a dear friend of mine. And so support her in every way that you possibly can. And it has been such a joy, I think, for both of us to recognize that we have a peer and a friend and a colleague who sort of sees things similarly. We care deeply about the church. We're both active in the church. And we really want to be voices for change and reform and goodness and love and health. And it doesn't hurt that we're also sassy women. And I think it's pretty great to have women modeling and mentoring what strength and what using our voice looks like in our Latter-day Saint tradition and what it looks like when we're trying to be loving and kind and generous 
but also that we're not afraid and that we're being true to ourselves. So a little bit of a long context, but notwithstanding the fact that it's long, I think it's important so that you kind of understand uh, the, the fact that Julie and I love producing podcasts together and that we also have decided that we wanted to put together a couple of series for you all. And the reason why we are putting these series together is because once again, we just like to respond to demand. And there have been a lot of people that have reached out to us and that are very interested in our perspectives on how to be healthy in the context of their relationship with the church. And so to that end, we are going to be putting together three one month long question and answer series in the year 2024. What this is going to look like is this. In the year, in the month of February, on Thursday evenings in 2024, we are going to be doing four one hour long question and answer sessions for those who are choosing to stay engaged in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and want to know how to do so in a psychologically healthy way. So if you're interested in staying at present engaged and active in the church, but have questions about how to do this healthily, this series is for you. Now, jumping to June 2024, we are going to be doing a series for those who are choosing to step away from the LDS church and also want to know how to do this in a psychologically healthy way. So you will be signing up for that session if this is something that is this, if this feels like that's the right fit for you. And then finally in the fall, I believe in October of 2024, we are going to be doing four more one hour long sessions on Thursday evenings. We're going to be doing four more one hour Thursday evening sessions for those who are trying to decide, should I stay or should I go? We are not planning any content these evenings. These evenings are specifically designed for you to come and to ask your questions and we will answer them. These sessions are not going to be recorded because we expect them to be very sensitive in nature. So come prepared to ask your questions and we will respond to your questions. First of all, in February, I want to stay. How do I do, do so healthily? In June, I want to leave. How do I do so healthily? And in October, I don't know if I want to stay or go. How do I do so healthily? In essence, Julie and I are wanting to offer a forum for people who are overwhelmed and really, really want support no matter where they are on the spectrum of staying active or leaving the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. We as psychotherapists want to be here with you, helping you feel the confidence that you can make an informed choice and do what feels best and most congruent with you. So if you're interested in this, enrollment for the first session only, the ones that are going to be running February 1st, 8th, 15th, and 22nd at 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. So that'll be 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. If you want to do the choosing to stay, how to stay connected to the LDS Church in a psychologically healthy way, it will be $169 for all four sessions of this with Julie and I at your service. And enrollment for this begins January 1st, 2024. Questions that we're thinking that you may be interested in answering, but you can bring your own as well, is questions related to your desire to be part of your heritage community while not believing traditionally. Your questions about parenting your children in the church. Your questions or concerns about how to speak up and when. Your questions and concerns about cognitive dissonance, about healthy differentiation, and about how to handle levels of activity, church callings, interviews, temple recommends, 
and other things of that nature. So again, you bring the questions. They may involve these things. They may be something completely different. I'm just trying to sort of spur your thought process. And if you're interested in jumping in and enrolling for this beginning on January 1st, 2024, jump onto Julie's website to enroll at drjuliehanks.ask.me. And it'll pull up the exact page for you to enroll for this activity with me and Julie. Okay. I feel like this has been a big drop of information. If any of these sound compelling or interesting in your faith expansion journey, please join me for opportunities to learn, to grow, and to expand. I thank you so much for your support, and I will see you at my regularly scheduled podcast. Take care, y'all. Bye-bye. Dialogue Podcast Network.